the voice of the education in daba another voice of the cake 91.3 fm stereo Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh yes, Welcome back to Education in Daba Here on the Voice of the Cape I'm looking for Shabir I've seen the eyes with the Rashana We are to the microphone uh, And pushing the right buttons Alhamdulillah Just a reminder to our listeners That you can participate in the program By either sending us your question or comment Via the SMS line Which is 47913 And our WhatsApp number 0722380712 Now last week we read out uh, something A notification around the Muslim Judicial Council And their inaugural I Stedford. Now this evening, Alhamdulillah, we have in studio with us the uh, Muslim Digital Council Youth Coordinator, and that is Brother Nizam Abdul. Brother Nizam, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullah wa It's good to be in studio once again. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So just maybe just tell us a bit quickly, you know, about the I Stedford, the motivation behind it, what was the attendance like, and those kind of things. Yes, Alhamdulillah. Uh, the I Stedford was was a brainchild of of the MJC. Um, we started with with an initiative called the Superheroes, where we wanted to educate and uh, speak to our, our youth about our superheroes who are our Sahaba. And uh, we went around during the month of Ramadan on a bit of a road trip and, and a road show, uh, going to various massages and speaking about the superheroes. But then we thought that it's not the most effective way of educating learners. And we came up with the idea of of the Stedford, where where young learners had to go out and do research about. Uh, various Sahaba on various Islamic topics, and then presented at the at the at the Academia Theatre on the 12th of November. Now we expected the event to be good, but we did not expect it to be as good as it was. We were blown away. Alhamdulillah. Everyone who attended, everyone who was part of it, really, we were blown away by the performance of all the participants. Alhamdulillah, we had. Uh, 43 participants from 18 different schools around Cape Town and the Western Cape and uh, today I'm pleased to announce that we are joined by the winners of the three categories. So the three categories we had at I Stedford uh, were the speech category, the spoken word and poetry. So Alhamdulillah, like I said, the people and everyone who was involved in uh, the I Stedford was absolutely blown away by these performances. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Well, as you said, we do have the three winners in the studio with us. And uh, the there were three categories. It was spoken word, speech, and poetry. Now, for the spoken word, the first prize uh, go, uh, went to Aziza Brown. And we do have Aziza in studio with us. Aziza, assalamu alaikum. Shukran for being with us. We'll speak a bit, to, uh, a bit more to Aziza now. And then for the speech section, uh, the first prize there went to Bilkis Nero. Bilkis, assalamu alaikum. And then last but not least, uh, the poetry section and the first prize there went to Rahma Jacobs. Rahma, assalamu alaikum. Okay, now for all the, the audience who did who were, who were unable to attend this particular I Stedford, uh, let's hear from Aziza. You won the first prize for spoken word. I want to hear more about you know the competition itself, but let's get to what you presented in terms of the spoken word uh, at the I Stedford. Um, well, basically, what I pre- what I presented was a piece that I came up with when. Just, you know, going to school every day and seeing what most teenagers have to go through. It was something that I picked up 
And I realized that I needed to write about the fact that everyone feels like they need to fit into a certain group or a certain clique. And not necessarily just about being cool or whatever, but it's also about the recent problem of all these different sects within Islam and how it actually affects the youth. Okay, I'm tempted to ask you at this stage what grade you are. I'm in grade 9. That's called the pregnant pause to our listeners, by the way, because I cannot seem to just, you know, put it through my mind that from what I've heard that this young lady is in grade nine. Nonetheless, just proceed with your, your, uh, your spoken word, what you presented at the I statement quickly. Okay. <clears throat> As the flock of birds rush to their places without thinking, and the cattle follow in each other's footsteps without even blinking, and some sea creatures never stop swimming for fear of sinking. Does mankind too fall into this pattern of fast-paced living without reflecting? Is it possible that we are imitating animals in every way except their physical forms, doing everything we can to not stand out conforming to norms? Is that possible? When the best of examples were the ones who broke away from mindless ideologies, caring not for what the people had to think, only what the creator had to say, they emphasized that one shouldn't just do but make the effort to know why we believe in those actions and to not just go with the flow. It is crucial to reflect regarding the trends of today, making use of the light within us that shows us the way to the truth. An example is given of a prophet when he was merely a youth, the Prophet Abraham, peace be upon him, who took the initiative to break away from the flock. The majority of his people were worshipping idols carved from rock, and it might seem absurd, but when you're part of a herd, to walk a solitary path is hard, and as we are creation, ease is preferred. Isolation and ridicule is handed out to those who dare think differently and independently, but regardless of it all, they stand tall for the truth, while the blissfully ignorant watch them sympathetically. Yes, they use their intellect and they reflect regarding the signs around them, asking questions about life, not just leaving uncertainties where they found them. Yes, the prophets were the ones who broke away. Truth and falsehood is black and white, yet we content ourselves with a murky grey. A sunnah that many people forget is the one where the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, didn't just let himself get taken away with the trends that were deemed good and sound. Instead, he broke away from the ignorance like a spring gushing from the ground, following the light within himself that he found, like a delicate rose breaking free from the cement, seeking sunlight while not a single leaf is bent. You see, we might not be burying our daughters alive or worshipping pieces of stone, but we've managed to devote all our time to either a TV or a phone, leaving our youth alone to the extent that they are wandering around hopelessly in a state of unease and recklessness. In a world that is divided into extreme conservatism and extreme heedlessness, we are drifting amongst groups all warning about God's wrath, each one claiming that they are the straight path. But how is this possible when the path seems to split into 70 intersections, each one going into a different direction, each group pointing out the other one's imperfections, but none of them looking down into their own murky reflections? I say we need to break away. Following in the footsteps of the prophets, peace be upon them, regardless of what society has to say, our freedom of thought is slowly being pried away from our fingers. A faint memory of who we are still lingers, and we need to hold on to it. Religious debates were never what God wanted. Religious debates were never what God wanted. 
I just need to say to our listeners at this stage that she, that's, it's from her memory uh, that she is uh, presenting this particular spoken word. And I can say to you that I am quite, I don't know, I can't even find a word to explain what I feel. I'm allowing you just to get your, your thoughts ordered when you, when you are, when you are ready to continue, you can, you can do so. Are you ready to go? Okay, continue. Religious debates are not what God wanted. The growth of a free-thinking generation is being stunted and the blades of our minds are being blunted. Again, we need to break away. The way the prophets taught us, we need to use our intellect and realize that hate will never cure us. Divide and conquer is the method for their own use to keep the oppressed in control. And here we are doing the same thing, building barriers between hearts, barriers between souls. It seems that we have abandoned the desire to educate, instead taking part in what is edu-hate, teaching the youth that they need to oppose or avoid those who think differently, not encouraging us to communicate, never broadening our minds, instead we suffocate our inquisitive nature that is always seeking clarity, not necessarily just to deviate from a path that encourages questions, differences of opinion, and embraces suggestions. I say, <coughs> we need to break away. We are the foundation of the future, but our individual voices and thoughts are being, so, are being stolen away. Our inquisitive nature is starting to fade away, and we end up turning away from religion, for confusion is all it seems to bring. Adults arguing amongst each other, never clarifying anything. Being religious is associated with being cold and bitter. So instead we become characters displayed on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, but again we need to break away. This generation means more than what our social media profiles display. God has not created this world or any of its inhabitants for futile play. It is as clear as day that the future rests with us if we're willing to think freely and to follow the path that God has lit up to light the path up clearly. Turning away from blindly following in mindless hate, instead holding hands to cultivate the seeds in the path that the prophets planted who were young but brave, breaking away from the mold of society and seeking solitude in a cave. And it is only our God-given intellect and His mercy that can save humanity from being a slave to a corrupt society, from walking a path at the devil's pave while it is knowledge and reason that our souls truly crave. Break away, just like the prophets peace be upon them did in their youth, and walk firmly on the path towards light and truth, breaking down barriers and declaring jihad against hate and pride. And if you ever feel alone, remember that Allah and his prophets peace be upon them are by your side. MashaAllah, well I... Well, I haven't been to the Ice Tedford. I can say that to our listeners, and I haven't seen any of the other competitors. Uh, but I think what was presented now by Aziza Brown is definitely worthy of a first prize. So, mashallah, shukran Zazilan for sharing that with us. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to place lots of khair and barakah in your life, inshallah. May you, you know, continue on this path and all the success in this dunya, inshallah. We're going to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we will continue with a program called The Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo.
Welcome back. And if you have just joined us, well, all I can say is you missed out. Try and get a copy of Education in Daba for this particular Sunday evening. We are joined in studio by Brother Nizam Abdul, who is the youth coordinator for the Muslim Judicial Council. And they had an inaugural Eisteddfod on the 12th of November. And we are privileged enough to have the winners of the various categories in studio with us. Now, we are going to continue with the program, but just to remind and say that the first prize for spoken word was uh, Aziza Brown and once again as I said uh, she's a grade 9 learner uh, do get a copy of this particular program uh, you won't be sorry then we have poetry and first place for poetry went to Rahma Jacobs uh, Rahma uh, just once again assalamu alaikum and uh, you can go ahead and render your uh, poetry or your poem that got you first prize okay Bilal ibn Rabah an Abyssinian slave the son of a black woman, a hero, my hero. Acceptant of Islam in the early days, he was one of the many who changed their ways. And in the sweltering heat of the Arabian sun, Bilal proclaimed that Allah is one. Bound and stretched on the burning sand, owned by the brutalist master in the land. Umayyah bin Khalaf, a man who when angered became fierce and gruff, as boulders and rocks were placed on his chest, this pain and hardship but another test. Refusing to submit, he would not bow down. His cries were heard throughout the town. His ribs were crushed, but his hopes never died, humiliating those filled with pride. All his sacrifices indeed were not in vain, for Babakir al-Siddiq provided relief to his pain. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, but even in vengeance, Bilal was kind. Dearly loved by the Prophet was he, a slave by name, yet companionship brought him glory and fame. And when the Holy Land was conquered, Bilal forgave and forgot, unlike so many of us who forget to forgive. There Bilal stood with a heart free of anger, animosity and resentment. The very first Adhan was called by an Abyssinian slave, by the son of a black woman, by Bilal ibn Rabah, a hero, my hero. Shukran Bitar. Shukran Well, I certainly missed out on this particular I stayed for. Uh, I'm going to ask um, that inshallah hopefully you know at the next i Stedford, i would be welcomed to see there i'm hoping that uh, the voice of the cape is also taking note of uh, how this is read and i think you know as presenters you should actually try and and, and look at the particular avenue but i st- uh, yeah well I'm, I'm stuttering let me not do that let me go to my sms line sms from double four five says assalamu alaikum ridwan a great show this evening shukran well shukran is not ridwan but uh it's my guest in the studio now the sms from 2039 wow so fantastic keep up and that comes from washila well a very big shukran to our listeners for their participation the program called education in daba here on the voice of the cape now the sms from 0215 says mubarak to all the contestants i attended the i Stedford and I was blown away by the level of talent and confidence our youth in Cape Town have. 
also a well-organized event and very professional. May you all go from strength to strength and stand for what you believe in. And that comes from the Dramat family. Well, a very big shukran there uh, to our listeners for their participation uh, to the program. Another SMS here from 6945 says, Assalamu alaikum, alhamdulillah. This is absolutely beautiful, mashallah. Excellent. May they continue to inspire and grow from strength to strength, inshallah. Well, I cannot but echo uh, all of the sentiments expressed by our listeners. And yes, as Buddha Rashad said, we also have to say shukran uh, to Brother Nazim, uh, you know, with regards to coordinating this particular event. Now, we've got a few minutes left before we break for the Wakt of Maghrib, inshallah. We still have another winner in studio. So we can say to our listeners, do stay tuned in to the airways of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. And, um, yeah, do stay tuned to the voice of the, the areas of the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio because we still have the winner of the speech section and that is uh, Bilkis Nero and she will be presenting her part after the walk of Maghrib inshallah. Uh, I've got a minute or two. Let me just speak to Aziza very, very quickly. Aziza, don't, yes, that smile. Okay, the listeners can't see. Uh, grade 9 learner, what made you enter this particular competition? <coughs> Um, I really love writing and the fact that I could actually reach out to a large amount of people through that, through this competition, it really motiva- motivated me, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, there's an SMS here from 6945 that says, uh, just tuned in and wondered what was happening. Well, if you just tuned in and you were wondering what was happening, you missed out, you missed, you missed out on an... On an interesting program, Alhamdulillah, uh, we are joined in studio by the winners of the Muslim Judicial Council, I Stedford, which was last week, uh, the 12th of November, if memory serves me correct. And uh, we have in studio the winners. Before we break for the Wakt of uh, Maghrib, um, uh, SMS here from 76, I'm just trying to get it down, 7616. I says, Assalamu alaikum, Aziza Brown. You said it beautifully. Then there's thumbs up, thumbs up, a flower, and a smiley face. <laughs> On that note, we break for the Wakt of Maghrib, inshallah. And when we come back, we will continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo with a program called Education in Daba with myself, Ridwan Ahmed. And if you have just joined us, yes, Alhamdulillah, Yasira, our co-presenter, is up in Pretoria. And uh, we are joined in studio by uh, the brother Nizam Abdul, who is the youth coordinator for the Muslim Judicial Council, who recently had the inaugural I Stedford, alhamdulillah. We are also fortunate enough to, uh, to be joined in studio by the three winners of the various categories. But before I continue, just my attention to the SMS line. There's an SMS here from 233. It says, MashaAllah, love the program and cannot wait to hear Bill Keys. Well, Bill Keys is up next. Another SMS from six. 234 says Salamu alaikum shukran to Mr. Uh, Nizam Abdul for always sacrificing his time for our youth. May Allah reward you and well done to all the learners that participated. Shukran. And then there's another SMS. I think it's a pic 
picture that someone sent from 0215. It's a picture of the Islamic Eisted for 2016. Well, a very big shukran there to our listeners for their participation uh, to the program called uh, Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Now, this is from 5294 says, Well done to all the winners from all the three categories. Uh, you really deserved to be winners, and that comes from Yasir. Uh, who came second in the poetry section. Well, once again, shukran to Yasir for his uh, SMS as well. Well, now let's get to Bill Keys. As we said, Bill Keys, uh, the winner uh, or first prize winner of the speech uh, section. Bill Keys, over to you. <coughs> Inspired by the mothers of Islam. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Oh Allah, lift up my heart and ease my task for me. Untie my tongue so that my listeners may understand my words. Respected ulama, my mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, I am Bilkis Nero, a proud leader at the Leadership College Observatory, and I greet you all with universal greeting of peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My brothers and sisters, if I were to ask you to quickly name any one of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad naturally and generally it would be a male figure. And it's not wrong, but then again, it's not right either. You see, it's simply human. And by saying that it's simply human, I mean that we as humanity, as Muslims, as believers, and as the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, have emphasized more on males than on females. And we have looked past the fact that women too have played a significant role in the dissemination of Islam. My brothers and sisters, these women are none other than our mothers. And when I say our mothers, I am not only referring to the wives of the Prophet Muhammad No, for there were other women too. There are four women whom the Prophet himself makes mention are the four most perfect women, subhanAllah. The four most perfect women, and do we know their names? My brothers and sisters, if we do not know their names, then how do we know why the status was bestowed upon them? That then simply means that we do not know the true and unique status of a female in Islam. My brothers and sisters, these four women are none other than Khadija radiallahu anha, Maryam radiallahu anha, Asiya radiallahu anha, and Fatima Zahra radiallahu anha. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with it. You see, my brothers and sisters, we have family members named after these females, friends named after these females, yet we struggle to know their true meanings, let alone their significance. Khadija radiallahu anha, my brothers and sisters, the first believer, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu strongest supporter, his rock, his anchor. When people had cursed him, mocked him, swore at him, and rejected him, she was the one who stood by him. So shouldn't we be learning and teaching loyalty from none other than her? Maryam radiallahu anha, my brothers and sisters, no man had ever touched her, no zina was ever committed by her, yet she was able to bring a soul onto this earth, a soul in which mankind had benefited from. And in a place which only men were fit to be, that's where she stayed day and night, year in and year out. 
So shouldn't we be learning chastity and righteousness from our beloved Maryam radiallahu anha? Asiya radiallahu anha, my brothers and sisters, the wife of Fir'aun, the total opposite of her husband. She, when he moved late, my brothers and sisters, she flew to the right. And why else do you think she would oppose her beloved husband? Why else do you think she was able to give up every single materialistic object she had? Yes, Fir'aun made her suffer an undignified death and deprived of every single thing. But why else do you think she was able to die? Allah was the reason and Jannah was her goal. So shouldn't we be learning and teaching bravery and courage from Asiya radiallahu anha, my brothers and sisters? Fatima to Zahra radiallahu anha, the daughter of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one whom he loved so dearly and the one whom loved him so dearly. The one who inherited both her mother Khadija radiallahu anha and her father, her father's ahlak, values, models and ethics, subhanAllah. The one who inherited every single thing of her mother and father. So how perfect wasn't she? The one who had lived all the children of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one who stood by her father no matter what, no matter why, no matter when and no matter how. So shouldn't we be teaching and learning sacrifice and devotion from our beloved Fatima to Zahra radiallahu anha. Subhanallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him. My brothers and sisters, they excelled in both religious and social aspects of life. And some of them were even given the glad tidings that their final destination would be paradise. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each and every single one of us a high place in Jannah. They teach us integrity, loyalty, honesty, and modesty to the highest of degrees. And they showcase the true and unique status of a female in Islam. They are undoubtedly the greatest source of inspiration for every single female in every single walk of life. And so, my brothers and sisters, let me get to the part which inspired me and drove me into inspiring you about who we should be inspired by. And this spot is none other than reality. And the reality is that we as the elderly have not done justice to our youth. We have not done justice to our females. For if we have, then my brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, do you honestly think that my sisters, your sisters, our sisters would be out there right now as I stand before you selling themselves for the pleasure of another? And it pains me to say that we are not making a difference. It pains me to know that we have not emphasized enough on our females. And no other female, not Beyonce, nor Shakira, or even Winnie Mandela, or even an atom's weight close to what our mothers were. Yet we strive to be more like them. It's a shame we know more about them than our true history, our heritage, our leaders, our mothers. And my brothers and sisters, the list does not only consist of these four women. Subhanallah, the list goes on and on and on and on. Some of the greatest Muslims were females like Hansa radiallahu anha, the one who witnessed the death of her own beloved children. And what did she say when she heard this news? 
Alhamdulillah, glory be to Allah. And Sumayya radiallahu anha, who was the first person to die for Islam, not forgetting Aisha radiallahu anha, who was the greatest scholar of Islam, subhanAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him. My brothers and sisters, we cannot deny these facts for the Prophet Muhammad wasallam said that verily Jannah lies at the feet of thy mother. Yes, Islam has raised the status of a female so high that Jannah lies at her feet. Yet we degrade and step on our females as if it were nothing. So now my brothers and sisters, I'll end off by saying that Um means mother, but Ummah means nation. So preserve the woman and you'll preserve the nation. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. MashaAllah. Well, we say shukran there to uh, Bill Keys Nero for that uh, presentation. And as we said, that was also uh, the winner, or she was also the winner of that particular category. Uh, in wrapping up very quickly, I've got a number of SMSs that I have to go through. The first one comes from 8641. Uh, it says, Salam, MashaAllah, Bill Keys. So beautiful, lots of love from your Joburg family. Uh, the Jogis. So uh, they're all the way from Johannesburg. Uh, 8667 Salam Ridwan, do you have any idea about the requirements for the package for next year? I'm going to take your details and I'll get back to you on that one, inshallah. Another SMS from 1528 says, Assalamu alaikum. Lots of love to Bilkis Nero, your Johannesburg family. is extremely proud of you. You are doing exceptional work, mashallah. Well, Alhamdulillah, shukran once again to all our listeners and particularly those also from Johannesburg. Uh, another SMS here says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm listening to the radio now i am filled with happiness and oh alhamdulillah i am extremely proud of bill keys may allah grant you to prosper inshallah ameen from your grade three teacher mrs jacobs of imperial primary school <laughs> well that's a good one there now this is from 8686 says assalamu alaikum what an inspirational message these young ladies are passing on to our youth such positivity and confidence can only stem from a good foundation that was laid by their parents and educators. Thumbs up to everyone who had a hand in this. May they continue on this path, inshallah. Ameen. Another SMS from 498 says, Assalamu alaikum, mashallah, well done, Bilkis. Such a beautiful and inspirational speech. I'm very proud of you, and that comes from Zainab Basadin. Another SMS from 1142 says, Salam, Ya Allah. This little daughter Bilkis is extremely good. May Allah reward her parents and grant them success in this dunya and akhirah. Uh, ya Allah, what a speech. This is unique. May Allah increase her knowledge. Um, that comes from Jacobs and it brought tears to our eyes. Another SMS here. I'm just trying to find my... SMS line, Mubarak to all the winners, you surely have done us proud. And Mubarak to Ms. Nero, may Allah always guide and protect you, inshallah. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, uh, brilliant, awesome. Our youth are excellent ambassadors for Islam. Let us keep on supporting them. We have a youthful Nizam on board already. Let us shower him with assistance from numerous Muslim organizations, ulama, so that this momentum can take our youth and deep to the highest level. Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen from an educator Hussein. I am thinking, I am listening to Yasmin 
Allahu Akbar. Another SMS here says, Assalamu alaikum. Well done to Bilkis. You did amazing. Your beloved sister, Samira. Well, there we go. That's all the beautiful messages that we have received uh, for these youngsters. But uh, I covered that one already. Shukran Zazilan. Well, um, we've got a few minutes left. I want to say to these young ladies, um, well done. Everything of the best to you, as I said earlier on. On education in Daba, we've had uh, learners before. We don't do shout-outs on education in Daba. But Aziza Brown, is there anybody that you want to say salam or shukran to? I would just say big, big thank you to my friend Khadija Arend because she was a major support, alhamdulillah. And of course my parents, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without them. And my entire family and all my mu'alimas especially at Darun Ha'im. Okay, shukran Zazila. And that was Aziza Brown, also one of the winners at the Muslim Digital Council. I stayed for another SMS quickly from 233. Says, MashaAllah, uh, she gave me goosebumps. Love it. Parents is very proud of you. Uh, that comes from Auntie Faiza Benjamin. Uh, let's speak to Bill Keys very quickly. Bill Keys, we don't do shout but is there anybody that you want to say <coughs> salam or shukran to? Uh, firstly, assalamu alaikum to every single listener, every single soul. A shout out to a few, um, firstly shukran to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting me this amazing opportunity and for bringing me this far and then my parents, Munibanira um, and Ridwanira, Allah, I am here today because of you and alhamdulillah they are, they, <laughs> they are here today um, because of their parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's now at a loss for words. That's the first for me. Anyway, shukran to Bill Kish Nero as well. And then Rahma Jacobs from your side. Anybody that you want to say salam to? Um, firstly, my mother, my father, and my younger sister for giving me all the support that I could ever want, that I could ever need. I say shukran to all of them for their unwavering support, and they are the inspiration to my poem. Well, there you have it. Uh, shukran to all our listeners. Shukran to Aziza, Bilkis and Rahma. Um, brother Nizam, from your side, quickly a minute uh, to wrap up. Yes, uh, Alhamdulillah. I've, I've been sitting here once again in awe and I've been looking at the reaction of Tarashad on that side and, and looking at, uh, at Ridwan and blown away is probably an understatement. If I can say that, Alhamdulillah, yes. <laughs> Tarashat agrees with me. Um, I want to thank these, these young ladies for, for inspiring so many uh, already thus far. And so they've been part of the Eisteddfod, and that's not obviously where it ended for them. Uh, yesterday they were, they were honored with, with the rest of the winners, and I just want to mention the second and third place in each category. So the spoken word, the winner was Aziza Brown, second place was Nafisa Akhadin, and Yusra Smith came in third place. In our speech section, Bilkis Nero uh, won that section, uh, second place was Fauzia Slosh, and third place Azam Ghazali May. And in our last uh, category, which was the poetry, uh, you've heard Rahma's, uh, Rahma Jacob's poem, uh, also a young man, Yasir Raylan, and Yasin Kar also came in third place there. So all of these and, and all of the 43 participants, they were absolutely outstanding. Uh, those nine learners, th- uh, the top three in each category, they were treated to a breakfast with the president yesterday morning, alhamdulillah, with Sheikh Irfan Abrams at his home. And they were then badged as MJC Youth Ambassadors. So they will be the mouth and the and, and the inspiration to the rest of the youth uh, on behalf of the Muslim Judicial Council, inshallah.
Alhamdulillah, mashallah, well, shukran to you as well and everything of the best with your upcoming programs. To these young ladies in studio, everything of the best. As I said earlier, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pillage lots of khair and barakah in your lives, inshallah. Mm. And all these success with your studies uh, that lie ahead. It will certainly not be the loss that we hear of you, inshallah. Then just to my nephew, Abdul Muhaymin, uh, salamat on your birthday, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you all the success uh, in your life as well, inshallah. And any challenges that you may have, may you overcome them, inshallah. So from myself, Ridwan Ahmed, until next time, let me greet my guests in studio and to my listeners and the Rashad as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.